All right, everybody, welcome to Hell Back to Hammer Time, week nine of the NFL season. Back with you live with your boy Chris Rios here, host of Hammer Time, and along with an original favorite, Jacob Velasquez, our co-host, the one and only. Jacob, how the fuck are you? Honestly, uh, a little light recently. Really light. Oh, I get what you mean there, buddy. Uh, what a hell of a weekend. Um, it drained my pockets for multiple reasons. Um that all a semi-private matter, um, yeah. but good God, light is the word for sure. Um, a lot more but, tricks and treats. Ha <laughs> ha A lot more tricks and treats. And one of those treats, no matter how few they might be, is our boy Jose Tovar back in the mix for a second consecutive episode. Glad to have him here on week nine. He has actually been submitting picks uh, for about 75% of the last month. Uh, he's been on a roll uh, at a rough percentage, win percentage of uh, about 55 to 60%. Professional for the most part. Very small sample size, but ready to prove that he is here and ready to roll. Jose Tovar back in this motherfucker. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. And uh, uh, my record is beautiful. Very, very beautiful. Better than Jacob's, for sure. To say the and least, at least over the last month, for sure. Tovar has been has been rolling. He's a uh, he's a he's a student of the Stu uh, Finer School of Hard Knocks. Let's ready to roll. Ready to roll. And we are ready to roll today, guys. It's week nine. Everybody's win percentage is still above five hundred. We are hanging in there. We are in the heart of the NFL season. Exactly when shit starts to get real, everything has gotten real for everyone. Shout out Henry Ruggs the third. But guys, really though, we are getting real across the board, and nothing is more real than the hopes that are in New York City around surrounding Magic uh, Magic Might White Lightning. None other than the 2018 quarterback pick of the only Dallas Cowboys, Mike White, found a way to go. And in front of a home crowd, drop 35-plus on the Cincinnati Bengals, the number one team in the AFC. The Jets, I know what you're thinking. That must have absolutely helped their odds against the spread this coming week around against the Colts. But you would be dead-ass wrong because they're still 10.5-point dogs. And the Carson Wentz-led Colts, after another Another loss that leaves your jaw absolutely dropped, wondering what in the hell are they possibly doing? I don't know, man. This is crazy. The Colts here are actually, again, at home, 10.5-point uh, favorites. The Jets, led by Mike White. Do you ride the hype train? Do you fade it? Look, man, this comes down to two really simple concepts. You have a team going in one direction, no matter how small the sample size may be, and a team going in the absolute other you got to give me the Jets plus 10.5 here. And the off chance that Mike White even keeps it semi-close. You win. Give me the Jets. Give me the 10.5. Oh, man, Chris, for me, I, I'm really worried about this game. Just like I, I'm going to try to stay away from it just because of the way I look at it. It comes down to which defense doesn't suck the most. Like, that's, that's the end-all, be-all of this statement. And also a little question on, like, Carson Wentz is, like – just ability to be clutch and to do things this entire game. What I'm worried about, like you said, is that is that that ten and a half is huge, and the way these both New York teams have been playing recently, you kind of want to like fade like the, the the historical just bias towards New York teams. I'm, I, right, 
Right, like it's not even really about the Jets covering ten and a half as much as it is the Colts and Carson Wentz not covering ten and a half. Right, and that's and that's the weird part was, and there's a big question mark was the fluke because the the Jets got blown out by the Patriots the week before that, devastatedly blown out. It was ridiculous. It's it's one of those things where I'm looking like, well. But also this time, do they have time to prepare like they had against the Bengals? The Bengals getting blown out and losing that – not blown out, but losing that game, still a shocker. Lost me a crap ton of money. And I I honestly don't know what to say. I want to say Jets, but part of me wants to say Colts need a bounce-back game. Uh, At the end of the day, I'm going to say Jets cover, Colts win. Mm, Interesting. I I can't hate it. I'm willing to actually, dude, honestly, I'll be real. I'll sprinkle money on the money line. This is – talk about a coming out game. The Colts are the perfect team to prove that they can't get shit done whenever shit matters. Man, man, man. I got to admit, dude, the Colts don't sound that crazy. I mean, they, or like that crazy in terms of a team who could give it up against a game, a team like this. I mean, I think the Bengals are far more put together. I mean, we've all heard the stories about the offensive coordinator – you know, doing the game from the booth. Apparently, apparently, Zach Wilson wanted their coordinator on the field to use him as a mentor, and part of that is the coaching and the GM staff not hiring a veteran quarterback to back up Zach Wilson there and be his mentor on the field. Right? A lot of a lot of coordinators these days want to be in the booth, and clearly theirs does too. He called the game of his fucking life. I mean, Jesus Christ, he called the game of his fucking life, and they pulled out one of the greatest upset wins in recent memory. Tovar, who are you rolling with here? If you are taking, but if you are taking the Colts, I can't blame you. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, my brain says there's no way uh, you can pick the Jets to cover the ten and a half points just because they got blown out by the Patriots, and I really don't think the Colts are as bad as they looked against Tennessee, especially Carson Wentz. Um, Agreed, he. he he has a tendency to to really, really fuck up in very, very stressful situations. And I don't think he's going to be in a lot of stressful situations with the Jets. Um, I still think they're god-awful. And I think the Colts bounce back, and they have a very good game, very good showcase here. Um, I feel like they're going to rely more on Jonathan Taylor instead of letting Carson Wentz throw the football. So I think that would mitigate some of the mistakes and um, – Kind of make this more of a blowout then and reflect the line as it should be. So I'm taking the Colts as a favorite to let 10 and a half. Wow. See that. And, and, and again, I, you can't hate it. You really can't hate it. You know, it's not like we were on the Jets bandwagon any earlier than anybody else. But like I was telling Tovar last week, one of the things that I love to do in my spare time, is particularly on Sunday nights, is go and watch the media, local media outlets from teams that live in cities with a lot of disarray. Uh, I've consumed my fair share of Jets media this week, probably more than even a Jets fan. That's why I'm riding with them. I haven't consumed anything Colts. I don't. I know it would be probably hilarious to hear Colts fans talk about Carson Wentz. I mean, how the hell do you explain that interception he threw in the fourth quarter this last week? That shit was absolutely atrocious. Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was fucking treason to the sport of football. Um, good God. Uh, but Hey, here we are, big time, Thursday night football. Both teams have a lot to prove. 
The Jets are going to be in a weird spot if Mike White balls the fuck out. I really, really hope the best for that kid because then I can call Dallas QBU. Um, that'd be pretty lit. Um, turning nobodies into somebodies, baby, since 2006 uh, or 2003. Shout out Tony Romo. Guys, moving on to the next game. We're here at the 12 o'clock slate. We got the Cincinnati Bengals at home. Favored by two in the hook against the Cleveland Browns. Now, this Browns team did everything they possibly could to win against the Steelers. And this Bengals team did everything they could to possibly actually beat the Jets. Believe it or not, I mean, nobody remembers this because they look at the final score, but they were up by 11 with seven minutes to go. This Bengals team is still not bad. I think the Jets genuinely just played the game of their fucking lives. At this point, man. I like the Bengals at home. I think they'll ultimately split the series, but give me the Bengals at home to win a close one. Two and a half, light work. Honestly, Chris, it depends on whether or not Nick Chubb is back. Like, Nick Chubb will be the determining factor because I really feel like, at the end of the day, Baker Mayfield needs that running back. He needs the running back to really, like, establish himself to get those throws and get, get people open. Uh. The problem with the Bengals this season is that they've been so banged up and injured early on, which makes them more likely to be the better second half season team. Once you know everyone's back from these injuries, back and rested and well and ready to go in and get ready for the playoff mode. Um, I just think the I agree. I think the Browns are still a little too beat up for my liking to even be an attempt to win this one. Mm-hmm. Bengals need that like bounce back game after first of all taking control of the AFC North and then getting immediately dog-walked by the Jets almost in that comeback, like you said. Like, I don't care. If you get beat by the Jets, even if it's close, it's dog-walked. What, what about what what about what about that kid, Dearness Johnson? I mean, it's not like the, the Browns are incapable of succeeding in the run game without Nick Chubb or even Kareem Hunt. They proved I, that. I, they proved I agree, that but it's just, the problem is the Cleveland works well with having the in a sense, I think I think Cowboys have kind of learned how to do this too, is having the dual quarterback threat, a dual running back threat. Okay, it's not just relying on one single person the entire time. You mm-hmm. flip them out, you switch them out, they're almost interchangeable. Right now, Cleveland's running with the one one running back, and it's just not effective because you know after a while you get used to the one running back. You got to switch them out to have that little like difference, give the person a rest, let be a little more explosive and unpredictable in the shot calling. You have that one singular person; it's easier to game plan, get easier to game manage. For, so, for so, that reason, I'm taking I'm taking Bengals this time. Like what the fuck? <laughs> so you are taking Bengals? Wait, so you're taking Bengals? I'm telling you, the Browns are too beat up. I'm I'm trying to say the Browns. Wait, wait, wait. I was gonna say like, are are you doing the Chris thing where you just explain why the other team should win so you fade yourself? <laughs> no, I'm explain. No, I'm explaining why the Bengals should win. Like Browns should win. If they have Chubb and and uh, Hunt, but they don't, they don't have a second running back right now. Yes, they have their own a third string running back, but it's just one running back. Does that make mm. sense? I mean, it they, makes sense. It it, they, it only makes sense, and I think the only thing that makes even more sense is letting our tiebreaker here, Tovar, give his take on this one. I'm kind of curious to see where he leans. I really have no idea. We both went Bengals. I don't know what tiebreaker that is. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I, I still think you're picking Browns though in my head. Yeah, I'm a some... big Browns fan. I really am. I just for some reason I thought you were making an argument yeah. that the Browns. I swear to God, I'm not tripping, right? No, I'm not. Tripping. I completely thought you were taking Browns, but 
Um, to me, this game's pretty difficult to kind of gauge because you really don't know what the Bengals are right now. Uh, I mean, they blew out Baltimore and they almost got blown out by the Jets, which is kind of crazy to see. Um, so, and the Browns, I really don't know about the Browns. I mean, is Baker Mayfield a legit starting caliber quarterback in the NFL? Who yes. knows? He seems very average. Well, he's asking for $30 million, so. That's kind of ridiculous, dude. Dak is going to pay, what, 40 right? Hey, 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 hate to interrupt you here, but sh- like, shout out to everybody who said paying him this offseason was stupid. Dude, Baker is a $20 million quarterback. He's... He's not he's not good at all. He, he's too heavily reliant on the running game. He needs to have a two-headed monster uh, to even be relevant in the passing game. And he can't even get OBJ catches. Like, OBJ is supposed to be a very good wide receiver. He's supposed to be an elite, elite pass catcher. Did you hear, what his, did you hear about what his dad said? Oh, about? His, his dad... His dad's a bitch for doing that. His though. dad's like, a little bitch. For those who don't know, OBJ's, OBJ Sr., um, basically put this big post on Instagram talking about how his son doesn't get the ball because Baker either is dumb or hates his son. Well, I don't think you can kind of argue that, but the fact that he went <laughs> on social media and posted that, that's kind of a bitch move. It's pussy shit. It's like, pussy like shit. let your son defend himself, please. Jesus. He doesn't need his daddy to come to his rescue. Right. You it think, just makes OBJ more of a bitch than you he think really his, is. You think his dad is gay, too? I'm pretty sure his dad likes shit on his uh, on his chest as well. Heard it runs in the family. It's like a condition. So I don't. I really don't trust the Browns here. I'm taking the Bengals uh, favorites at home as well. Yeah, it, I'm uh, a big I'm a, I'm a big Browns fan, but I've I've faded them for the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean the Bengals are. I mean the the Browns are, have been a pretty big disappointment this year. No, yeah, definitely at least at the very minimum a disappointment. And I mean, you know, another team that could probably easily relate is the Broncos, right? I mean, the Bronco, the Broncos started off three, you know, and they completely went downhill from there. And at this point, are scavenging everything they can to make anything out of a season. It's weird how they started three, you know, and now they're selling. They just sold one of their best, not only defensive players currently, but of all time. Uh, the Broncos have completely done a complete Euro step on, on, on the season and now have to go into Dallas to play a Cowboys team favored by nine and a half at home. Now, Dak's supposed to play in this game. Mike McCarthy announced yesterday that Dak is full to go, fully ready to go. This team is pumped. This Last week, they proved them, or fucking two days ago, they proved to themselves that they can do anything, anytime with anyone. No Dak, no problem. With Dak, a problem. Give me the Cowboys covering big at home. This is a statement game to put the whole fucking league on notice and shut up every hater that's left. Hey, remember when uh, Denver was playing Baltimore and you guys uh, were like, hey, let's give the Broncos a chance here. They're undefeated, and they've beaten handedly every team they face. You have to. Yeah, you guys remember that conversation? You have to respect You guys remember that? Now, now, I was so bad at that one. Look where that has led you guys. One and Look, four okay. since that since that three and all start. Ooh, I'm Tobar. I listened to the show. Ooh. I I I knew it. The Broncos were always fake. They have 
always been worse than what the record says. They were a fake three and team. They were. They're really bad. Teddy Bridgewater is an average to below average. Yeah, just has a huge cock. He's just big dick Teddy and big Fangio. Is it big? Fan, <laughs> is big Fangio the head coach? Right. He's gonna get fired. He he should be fired. He's like, about to be today. He really should. He has big dick Teddy, and he can't fucking Can do we, anything with him. How the hell do you not score more than twenty points a game with a guy who has a twelve inch cut? Awful. Hold, hold on, hold on. First of all, two things I want to. There's like three or four things I want to mention real quick. Just think about this real quick. You One, can say two. I'm gonna say three. I'm gonna say three. One, going back to the thing. I think the difference between the Browns and the Broncos is that we actually had expectations for the Browns. We had zero expectations for the Broncos, which is why we rode with them because we were on this like, okay, go with the trend. We knew they were fake, but you go with the trend until they fall. That, that's how you that's how you run the betting world. Right. Like, you don't, you don't want to be on the line of them going five, you know. Right. Exactly. Two, uh, talking about coaches fired, I'm just thinking about right now, like, who who had it on there that John Gruden was going to be the first one fired. I'm just thinking about that. Same division. Well, but like, actually, I think he had like the third best odds. So really, so weird you had him, me. it really wasn't that crazy. You just didn't think, that, you just didn't predict it for that reason. Yeah, it was just, that was, and so early, kind of too. That was, it's pretty fairly early in the season for. I still think that's a coach conspiracy to... theory. I mean, not, not, not a conspiracy theory, but a, a collusion. A collusion by the NFL. Yeah. To fuck the an, an inside, an inside job at the very least, right? I mean, but. I mean, at that point, serious question: Who had the worst year? Was it Urban Meyer or was it Henry Rooks the third? <laughs> Second, okay, and then the third thing I was gonna say because you just said something about coaches getting fired. R.I.P. We can take a moment of silence for uh, Coach P. All right, silence over. Okay. He only had a couple years, couple good years at TCU. After Trayvon Boykin left, it was all downhill. It really was. He had one good Rose Bowl year. Same for Boykin. That he was average as fuck. Once they got to the Big Twelve, it was complete garbage. No, I mean that. that, that nah, see, like that's that. not true. I disagree with that because they were actually like they went to they were in like contention for like four straight Big Twelve championships. But like after Trayvon Boykin left, whenever we were sophomores, it was all downhill from there. Who did they replace him with? Nobody. They had a couple exactly. of guys come in, and that was it. Kenny Trill. <laughs> Oh, shut the fuck up. Kenny. Hey, hey, but I mean, the only reason Kenny Trill even has any lore behind him is because of 31 to 3. That's true. Uh, I'm taking Cowboys, by the way, at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cowboys, by the way, I don't know why we're not Cowboys. talking about the Cowboys, by the way. They're a goddamn wagon. Uh, Super Bowl locks. Put it in now. With Dak. I don't know about Super Bowl locks, but yeah, they're locked for this game. Give me Cowboys. Yeah, yeah easily. Like, so easily. So, so easily, in fact, we are moving on. And in fact, yeah, I don't even know what hey, was. Oh, oh, the next game is the Deshaun Watson Bowl. We got the Texans going into Miami to give Watson a taste of what he didn't get to have right before the deadline. And the Dolphins, believe it or not, are favored six and a half at home. I can't fade that any faster. I'll go ahead and end it there. Tovar, do you like anything here? Uh, not really. Two bad teams here. <laughs> it's two bad teams, and for that reason. I want to take the Dolphins. To cover six and a half? I think they'll win by a field goal. I mean, by a touchdown. No, I think they will win by a field goal. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) The Freudian slip right there. I don't know. I'm going to take Dolphins. You should just just take the chance to fade yourself now since you let it slip. 
No, nah, fuck that. I knew what I was trying to say, so. Chris, are you taking okay. Texans? Plus Chris is taking Texans. Chris is. I'm taking Dolphins minus six and a half. Man, dude. I don't know about this game. It's really a shitty don't. game. It's a really shitty game. Uh, I'm going to go with the favorite at home. I'm going to go with Miami minus six and a half. Right. Good job, Tover. Yeah, it worked for me last week. Whenever I didn't know about that Denver game, I just picked the home favorite. I was like, fuck it. Well, they say they do say well man, it's funny. There's two there's two rules of thought. When in doubt, take the points. When in doubt, take the better team. So it's, it's I've heard both the rules of thumb for people. Kind of hard to distinguish who the better team is. <laughs> well then take the points. If you don't know who the better team is, take the points. I think Dolphins. Six and a half is a lot. I think Dolphins edged the Texans. You really expect the Dolphins to blow out the Texans? Uh, blow out the uh, the Texans? Yeah. I, mean, I don't like, think they blow them out. I just well, think like they six went by a half, over six and a half. So blow out. I think they went by a no. It's not In a Vegas blowout. Vegas I'll bring. I'll call Ryan up right now. He's gambled longer than probably both you two combined. I don't doubt that, but sure. I mean, my God, if you don't know who the better team is, six and a half touchdown. Jesus fucking Yeah, Christ. but like, I feel like this game will be decided by – I don't see this game being decided by a field goal. It's tough. It's tough. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like, convicted like, in the like, Texans is what I'm saying. I'm just saying that it's not like – by no means would I call it a lot. It's not going to be bad as it becomes close. It's going to be bad as in one team's going to dominate, and they're going to dominate the entire time. It's going to be a touchdown win. It's just, will it be the Texans with by a touchdown or will it be by the Dolphins by a touchdown? In that case, I'd rather take the Dolphins. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you, Jacob. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. All right, moving on to the next game. He hates uh, it. An NFC he South matchup. He it. <laughs> moving on to the next game, we have an NFC South matchup that's pretty entertaining if your name is Jeffrey Burtis. We have the Atlanta Falcons going into the Dome against the New Orleans Saints team that is handicapped beyond repair. Now, will they sign Cam Newton in the following days? Who knows? Will they sign Colin Kaepernick? Probably not. But they are six-point favorites at home against the Falcons team that has magically found its way to be only three and four. The Falcons, by the way, just as good as the Chiefs, pretty much. I mean, man. It's kind of scary when you really think about it. This point here, the what the Saints played great. They came off of a uh, tough fought win against the Bucks, but six points. You still got Trevor Trevor Simeon in there. Yeah, man, give me the Falcons in six. This game is going to be close for zero reasons. Yeah, fuck the. I'm still on the fuck the Jeffrey train. I've gotten screwed over twice. I should pay myself and go with the Saints, but fuck Jeffrey. I'm taking the Falcons. Mm. Man, this game's kind of tough, dude. I mean, Calvin Ridley is, is going to be out for the foreseeable future due to mental health issues by the by the Falcons, and uh, I don't think Kyle Pitts has really solidified himself as the number one receiver there yet. I mean, you see he has all the talent in the world. They can line up everywhere, line up in the slot, line up outside. Lineup as a traditional tight end, um, and Matt Ryan. I'm not sure how his hands doing after getting cleated on last game. 
And Dude, I that was crazy. It was very crazy. Like his whole towel was like filled with blood. It's like he just put his hand through a bandsaw or something. But uh, okay, question: This is how much I wasn't paying attention. Who did Atlanta play last week? Dude, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Chris, do you know who Atlanta played? Completely forgot. Well, last week. Yeah. Yeah. Who did Atlanta play? Yeah, that's the question. They had a bye week. No, they did not because he got injured. Oh, they played the Panthers. That's right. Oh, dude, what the fuck? Another another average NNC South team. But that game was so irrelevant, none of us knew about it. Yeah, it was so random. So random. Um, I'm kind of having a little bit of trouble deciding whether. the Falcons can score enough because you can kind of tell in that Panthers uh, Falcons game that once Matt Ryan hurt his hand, the momentum of the game kind of shifted more towards the Panthers. But who won that game? Uh, the Panthers, nineteen thirteen. Okay. But I think the Falcons had the lead for like quite a bit of the game, and then once Matt Ryan hurt his hand, that's when things started to turn. But um, I I really don't trust Trevor Simeon. Um, really, the only weapon they have is Alvin Kamara on offense, and New Orleans minus six seems like a lot. So I'm gonna go with the Falcons here. Falcons plus six. Hey, I don't hate it. Falcons six, Brazen six. I don't care. Oh, by the way, I called, I called the Braves in six. By the way, on the last show, on the last show, you we can clip that shit, man. I literally said Braves in six, baby, and now they're about to win. I love it. I love it. Tovar's on a roll. He can't be stopped, but this next game could be tough for him. We have the Raiders on the road against the Giants. The Giants are home dogs. Minus two and a half. No, I'm sorry. The Raiders are road dogs minus two and a half. I'm sorry. I I, I completely read that wrong. I just can't believe it. Plus two and the and Giants half. are favorited. Giants are favorited. Well, after two incredible games where they almost beat the Chiefs this last one, I definitely see yeah. that why they're favorite. Oh no, no, Do I'm I... sorry. I'm sorry. I'm 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 so sorry. Yeah, yeah. So what you, make it, make Ra- it clear what you're saying. Raiders minus two and a half, so it is, yeah, the Giants at home, home dogs. I'm sorry. Okay. Loki, this is the I would say realistically, this is what the Jets game should be against the Colts. On the cool, right? I mean, like, it really should be, right? Yeah, the fact they're doing that plus ten, that's why I get like you gotta take the Jets, even though I like the Colts winning. It just it's ridiculous. Um I I I don't see Daniel Jones still finalizing a win. I don't see them doing that. I think the Raiders have been just like low-key quiet after, like, they had that stumble and then everyone wrote them off. But they've been very quiet ever since the whole Gruden thing and they've been rising steadily. I got to I gotta keep on going with the Raiders. I do like them. Uh, let's, keep, let's keep on running with them. Keep on running with them. Raiders, minus, Raiders by a field goal. Raiders minus a field goal. Damn. Yeah, Jacob, I agree with you here. I'm taking the Raiders uh, minus two and a half because uh, – 
can we talk about that 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 whole sequence at the end of the game whenever the Giants were trying to trying to go down the field against the Chiefs and try to attempt the game tying field goal? Jesus Listen, Christ, God, Jason Garrett. Please, please tell me what happened because I honestly I was so devastated from the day before and I was like grading like until like three o'clock in the morning because grades were due for my kids. Oh, boo. I did not see the Monday night game. Oh, I'm Jacob. I, slept, I, slept I teach day. children. Look. It was it was pretty bad. They, uh, I think Jason Garrett called uh, some pass plays, and yes. Daniel Jones just completely took two sacks, dude. Dude, how about the fact that they don't give a fuck about Daniel Jones' well-being? They don't. <laughs> like, the offensive line completely just crumbled, and Daniel Jones just took. Two ill-advised sacks. I think they had zero timeouts too, so they couldn't afford it. They also run past option with his ass so many goddamn times that you're like, dude, then this motherfucker's poised to have spinal surgery this offseason. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's nothing that makes any real sense. But guys, I'm going with the Giants for these reasons. One, they balled out against the Chiefs. Now I know the Chiefs suck, but they're still better than the Giants. They could have easily won this game. Okay, but here's really why I'm going with the Giants. Henry Ruggs at third. This team's distracted. If it's not one thing, it's another. One day it's John Gruden. The other day their teammate kills him, man. Like, I know I sound like a dick here, but, dude, I'm a gambler. I'm supposed to go with facts, and the facts are this team is distracted. I mean, fuck, I'm sure some of their star players went to go visit him in jail or went to go bail him out. It's not like that's something. It's not like you're watching film as you're waiting in the lobby of a county jail to go bail out your homeboy. I've been there before. It's 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 just realistically speaking. I mean, good God, you got to hit the Giants here. The Giants are the Giants feel a little bit better after last week. Prime time. I know it's a short week. Prime time on the road. They balled out. They did what they were supposed to do with a very limited cast, and the Raiders. Man, this emotionally, this might be drained, dude. I don't know. I just can't go against the Raiders that they're kind of doing good. Like, well, well, like, well at, at the like, very, what? at the very least, Vegas knows that. Otherwise, the spread would be at least a field goal. Right. Chris, right. Chris actually brings up a good point. I didn't really think about that. The whole Henry Rudd situation and the distractions kind of makes me want to flip. Now's your chance, Tovar. I'll forever hold your peace. Oh man, I want to flip so bad. I want to. Oh, so, oh. I think I'm sticking with my pick, though. Okay. Damn. Good choice, man. Good choice. It's tough, though. What? Like you think they rally? You think they rally around this? Uh, possibly. I, think I they mean, do. I think they do. I don't know. I mean, you can rally around a new coach. I don't know if you can rally around losing your best player because he didn't give a shit. I don't think Henry Ruggs is the best player. Is well, it like, Waller? I think Waller's better. I mean, yeah, it's still I mean, it's still only technically Waller, but it's not like Henry Ruggs isn't their entire future. There's another That's guy demoralizing. There's another That's guy demoralizing that he's their future. They Josh spent, Jacobs he, is more He's their a future. first round pick. They just lost a first round. Imagine if we lost CD Lamb, Tovar. Imagine if we lost CD Lamb because he killed a guy. Dude, the Cowboys left out so hard that the Broncos and the all Raiders passed, all passed. All passed on CeeDee Lamb. They and took Henry above him. Henry Ruggs killed a person and Jerry Judy. <laughs> 
Henry Ruggs <laughs> inadvertently <laughs> killed somebody. <laughs> he killed a guy and Jason Lamb's balling out. And Jerry Honestly, Judy that's out pretty... with a severe leg injury, I think. Oh, and CeeDee Lamb's out here balling, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, God. I mean, people criticize the, the Cowboys, Cowboys for taking – go ahead. Yes, can we talk ironic that the Cowboys passed up, like, the Cowboys should have gotten the murderer. That would just fit the Cowboys' MO. <laughs> right. I agree. Previous track record says that the Cowboys picks the one yeah. with the lowest character. Yep, yep. Cowboys' record says the Cowboys draft the murderer. Oh, and can we talk about. Can we talk about. Eddie Rosario Braves. almost missing out a home run. Wow. Yeah, wow. by the way, guys, as we're recording this, this is Tuesday night. Um, we usually post a couple of days later. Eddie Rosario just hooked the ball, just foul. The Braves are about to win the World Series. Shout out, fans since day one over here. Um, obviously, I've been on the Braves train all year round. He's such a liar, dude. He has no idea. He had no idea who was on the Braves pitching staff at the start of the year. I'm, I guarantee it. You know I love Charlie Morton. You know he's, I love. He's such a liar. What's his name? You know for a fact that he did not know that Charlie Morton. Oh, Max Freeze, the best. No, he's such a. Oh, my God. You see, you hear this, Jacob? Yeah. You hear this bandwagon and Atlanta then, Braves. And then there's that third guy. All I'm hearing, guys, is you guys talk gibberish like the rest of our viewers are going to listen to the thing. Oh, fuck. These fuckers are talking baseball again. What the fuck did I sign right? up for? We're, we're, we're losing listeners as, as the, the time only on. The only notable players on the Braves are Freddie Freeman and Ronald Acuna. And Acuna's out. The only, only relevant player to see here is Freddie Freeman. Such a boring World Series, but Congrats to the Braves for potentially winning this. Hey, congrats. Hey, hey, congrats, congrats to the Braves. Congrats to the Braves. And congrats to the Patriots for being able to put together a 500 season. Hell yeah. Somehow. Right. To this point, they're halfway through. They're 500. They've only beat. Actually, they've only beat rookie quarterbacks still to this point. No, we need a check. Oh, no, advantage. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, Justin Herbert's basically a rookie. Let's calm down. No, no, he's a sophomore. All right, he's basically a rookie. He's basically a rookie. That's and bullshit. now they play the four and four Panthers who got their first win in a month. The Dude, Patriots. I feel, I feel the Patriots, though, are four point favorites on the road. I love it. Yeah, I man, you got to give, give me the Panthers. The Patriots are oh. too hot. You got to fade. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you hard. Listen, I was fading my own team last week. I should have not faded my own team. Because I chose Chargers. I really did not see that game. I The fact we won, I sat there in the bar like, what the fuck is going on? I was also still kind of hungover from the day before. But I was like, what the fuck is going on? And we won. So, give me Mac Jones. Give me Mac Jones on the road. Let's keep it hot. Let's keep it going. Uh, I have uh, I have no logical explanation or nothing really to back up what I'm about to say right here. This is really just a gut feel. I love it. I think Patriots. I'm taking Patriots minus four here on the road. I don't know why. I just feel it. I faded them the past two weeks and has come back to burn me. I legit thought that they were going to lay an egg against the Chargers and Justin Herbert. And, wow, I mean, they just proved me wrong. For some reason, I've been really down on the Patriots this year. I don't know, maybe because it's Mac Jones' dumb face. He has a classic Eli Manning punchable face. 
Nice. I think that has something to do with it, or maybe it has something to do with Bill Belichick. Might. He's he's just such a uh, how do you say it? like like asshole, like asshole. He just seems like such a douche to talk to talk to, and it kind of rubs me off whenever I see him on the screen. I think it's I think it's a very personal issue with me with the Patriots. So I think I'm gonna go with my gut here and take the Patriots. Nice, Tovar. I approve. I approve. Fuck you, Chris. Hey, you can't hate it. You can't hate look, it. It's four free points at home. Though I was about to say real quick, going back to baseball. Rookie quarterback. Can we talk can we talk about the fact that Tovar's favorite baseball teams are all racist caricatures? Who? You. What do you mean? Tovar, what baseball hats do you own? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're all racist team. Wait, 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 wait. All racist Hall of Fame. You're talking about his, his Redskin hat and his uh, his Chief Wahoo hat. No, no, his no, Seminole hat. No, no. His he, Chiefs hat. To the viewers out here listening to this, I do not have any racial hats. I have two Texas Rangers hats, blue and red, obviously. And a black one. And I have a Boston Red Sox, a New York Yankees, mm. a Colorado Rockies, and a Chief Wahoo Cleveland Indians hat. But that's purely traditional. Like I thought you I history. thought you had forty percent are racist. No. I thought you had an Atlanta Braves hat. No, I don't. That's actually Chris the bandwagoner here. He actually oh, I knew one of you. I'm actually wearing. Picture you. Always I'm picture actually. You I'm actually wearing an Atlanta Braves hat. He's actually wearing it today. Can you believe the audacity to wear an Atlanta Braves? Why yes, but, but, no, 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 but no, but the no, rules Tovar, are different. Tovar, the Tovar. rules are different when you're a day one, though. No, 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 Tovar. I don't he see that. He can't even make his second baseman for the Atlanta. Chris, Braves. Chris is the biggest. Like people talk shit about me being a Patriots fan, and I always think I'm a bandwagon fan. That's such bullshit. Chris is the world's biggest bandwagon fan. Always buying all these jerseys for these other players and shit. Like, oh, repping, like, oh, they're doing good. So I got to rep this team. Like, bitch, what if they're good? What if they're good, though? Oh, dude. I thought they're investments. They're investments. Where's the loyalty? He bought a New York Mets hat when they went to the World Series, I think, in 2015, 2016, I think. He still has it. I still have it, yeah. Oh my god! And he has a White Sox one. Hmm. Why didn't you get it five years I have, ago? I have two White Sox hats. He has two White Sox hats. Why I have. Get it five I have, years I have ago? a White Sox hat, but that's only because I that was the team I played for when I played like little league baseball back in the day. Well, if I'd have been drafted, I'd have been drafted by the White Sox. So I mean, there's that too. Um. So guys, moving on to the next game here, we got the Bills. They're going into Jacksonville into Urban Meyer's bar. The Bills are favored by a bazillion points, 14 and a half to be exact. Man, I don't know about y'all. I'm taking Jacksonville. I, I like Playboy at home, 14 and a half. I'm taking Jacksonville. Yeah, Just because the Bills, Bills scared the shit out of me. They should have dominated the Dolphins. They didn't. Something's going on with the team. I don't know what it was. I didn't get to watch that game at all. But some something's not right. The fact that they barely squeaked by with the cover, I, it's too large of a point. You got you got to give me Jacksonville. I feel like Urban Myers understands that he can't be blown out this season anymore, regardless of who he plays against. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm feeling a little off today. I'm not quite sure I'm feeling these games. This game to me 
All these games suck. It's the middle of the season. They do suck. They do suck because Vegas is catching up to us. This this game, I really had faith in um, in Playboy Daddy, Urban Meyer last week, and he just completely, completely shattered my hopes and dreams. He let Geno Smith and that Seattle Seahawks team just completely blow the covers off that team after oh, coming off the bye. Called that a mile away. I know you did. That's what makes me more mad. Like, I can't believe I didn't see it. Like, I was so blinded by the by the sheer bravery and ballsiness of Urban Meyer to literally grab ass like that. That, <laughs> that it just blinded me to, to the facts, you know? Like, Urban Meyer, like, he's just a legend. Like, he's, what, 50, 60 years old? Like, letting young girls, well, I'm sorry, not young girls, like, like young, young women, young women, young women, just grind, listen. just grind on them like that. He's so, married. Get out of here. What the hell are you, you doing at a I, bar? I believe you the proper. Respect them. You got to respect them. They're young yeah. bitches. Okay. Respectfully. Yeah. Respectfully. <laughs> yeah. Respectfully finger their asses. I think that um, the politically hey, correct. I believe that, wait, hold on. Wait, Jacob. Jacob. If I understand the politically correct term is shoddy. Um, so, like, he's got a bunch of shotties on deck. Man, dude, like, Urban Meyer's gonna be at home, so he probably already has mad Oh, right dude, now. he busted hell on us the night before. I mean, you would, you would, I mean, you would think after all the post-nut clarity, you would have a pretty good game plan, right? Bro, fuck yeah, dude, you're over here, like, you're busting nuts, and you're like, guys, guys, you, you forgot, you forgot something, it, you forget, it's no nut November. Oh, no! And you know he's frat, so you know he participates. Oh, no, you're right. He's frat as fuck, so you know he's participating. Oh, fuck. I, hey, man, hey, I'm, I'm, no, I'm flipping. I'm flipping. I'm still taking Jacksonville. No, no, mm-mm, no way. No way. Not in, not on, no, no, November. Bill's in a, Bill's in a route. Man, dude, um, <laughs> see, oh, this is fucking tough, give me, give me Jacksonville. Give me the points. I'm taking Bills, dude. I, I can't. I think I think Big Daddy's going to disappoint me again. Jacob fading the biggest tip of the century. Literally, I, I say no, no, November. That changes everything. Oh, dude, it did change everything. It changed <laughs> absolutely so, everything. I'm so done with all that, that. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> Nick... <laughs> what else is hilarious? The what else is hilarious? The Vikings losing at home against the Cowboys with no deck. I'm so the Vikings are all the road. The Vikings are all the road against the Ravens. The Ravens are at home minus five and a half. What losers they are. Losers, 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 losers who will cover the spread. Give me five and a half in the Vikings on the road. I don't I don't like this at all. Fuck the Ravens. Wait, Ravens are favored or are they minus? Both. What? No, okay. Who? Who? Who's? Who's the? Who's? Okay, I just answer your question. Yes, that did answer my question. I'm being stupid as fuck right now. Yeah, fuck the Ravens. I'm still on the fuck Ravens train. Uh, I see Ravens winning, but uh, give me Vikings, dude. Real quick though, remember both these teams, they're kickers. Beat the Lions in the last minute with little giant ass field goals. I poor say Dan, poor Dan Campbell. Poor Dan Campbell. 
Except this last time, the Lions sucked ass so badly. It was ridiculous. I don't even want to talk about that. But my prediction for this game, the first tie in the NFL. Interesting. I'm taking the home but favorites you know the here. I'm taking, I'm taking Baltimore. I don't know why you guys hate the Ravens so much. Because guys, the purple looks ass compared to the Viking purple. You guys constantly trash the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. I think they're a good team. Oh, dude, they just uh, no, 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 no. I never said they were a great team. I never said they weren't a great sustainable. team. You just, you just hate Lamar Jackson. No, for no, 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 no. They're not a great team. Like Jacob said, they're not sustainable. Watch him in the playoff game. Watch him when. Watch him when. Watch him when the defensive scheme is solely surrounded around him. Now, to imply that that's happening during an NFL regular season game, it's just false. When they solely scheme the defense around only Lamar Jackson and allow who to ball out? No one. They're banging the fuck up on the running game. That offensive line, they literally lost people. It's just they're a good team poised to fucking do nothing. I mean, they could literally go to the AFC Championship game, and I know they won't go a fucking second further. If they go to the AFC Championship game, I'll put everything I got in them on the other team playing them. I don't care who it is. Agreed. Just the way it is. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's, it's funny because it's the truth. But, hey, we'll see. Only way to find out is if Lamar loses in an additional early round game this year, right? If If, if Lamar loses this game for me, and fuck Lamar too. I'm in the fuck Lamar bandwagon as well. Hell yeah, Tohar. All right, moving around to the three o'clock slate, guys. We have the Chargers going on the road against the Snick Sirianni Eagles. And guys, here is the crazy part. This is the official Wild Acre Brewing Company lock of the week coming right up ahead. We have the Eagles are at home. Now they're home dogs. But here's the part that's going to freak you out. Chargers are only favored by one and a half. Fucking give me the Chargers. Give me the Chargers. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Justin Herbert, bounce back game. The Eagles completely falsified win. Completely fabricated. Completely irrelevant. This line is completely manipulated by that game they had against the Lions to what completely make this false happened? narrative that they're even remotely okay. And the fact that they're all home is a boost for the Chargers. Give me the Chargers in a route. Sell points. This game is a fucking lock. It's over. Throw it away. Spend the money. Take all the money out your baby daddy's bank account. Put it on this bet. Cash it in. Take your son or daughter to Olive Garden and Disneyland and thank me. Invite me because cause fuck your baby daddy. But guys, really though, the Chargers are an absolute goddamn lock. This is easy money. Call it. Call it. Call it. And ready to roll. It's so bad. It's just so bad. Um, the the Eagles. I don't know how the Eagles blew out the Lions by that much when Jalen Hurts I, threw for a low 
hundred yards, and he completed like nine passes, dude. Dude, like, their defense, the their Eagles' de- defense, ate the fuck out of the Lions. And again, it is the Lions, though. Man, I'm taking the Chargers here. I'm taking the Chargers minus one and a half. I I think everything Chris says makes sense here. Uh, Justin Herbert's going to have a bounce-back game, and the Eagles are not as good as they showed last week. They suck. Right, because, again, and and, uh, just in for Jay. Billy, you suck. (laughs) Real shit, though, but, like, and and Tovar, for you, is more of a a novice guy coming in from the world of gambling, at least. Like, this happens sometimes. Vegas is manipulated by weeks before because they know people are manipulated by weeks before. Right, the Eagles just had a monster win. Right, they won by almost forty goddamn points, so it inflates the line. Right, traditionally speaking, like for example, and what I always tell Jacob, if these teams played last week, what would the line be? Right, the Eagles just won by a shitload. The Chargers lost the game; they probably shouldn't have lost. And the Eagles are at home. All of that equals a pick 'em on a one and a half game. You gotta fade the trend. You gotta go Chargers. Interesting. Thanks, thanks Philly for that. You suck, Philly. Yeah, yeah. Seriously though, Philly whooping the ass out of the Lions. This is how we get our payback. This is how we win. <laughs> Jacob, I'm assuming you're riding Chargers. It's all day. Sorry. Uh, I just heard some other interesting betting news that I wish I had known beforehand. So the slander because I think this would be the underdog. Uh, Jersey swings are in the election today. Oh, wow. Yep, there were a number of governor elections. Too bad we didn't get a good show in for you guys to bet that. Nah, dude. You know, Tor, Tor's laughing, but you can do that. I know. <laughs> we've done it before. <laughs> we've, yeah, we, we, bet, we bet Texas primary. I bet I'll, dude, I want a lot of money on Biden. Really? Yeah. Like a thousand dollars on Biden winning Texas and the election in general. Degenerates here, guys. Degenerates. Dude, yeah, we don't care. Yeah, whatever your local politics are, we will we will marginalize you down to numbers. Democracy, baby. Just, let's just go. Just like the politicians themselves. Hey, that's what they do too. <laughs> me and Jacob, it just has zero the fact to do with the fact that me and Jacob have, have in the past worked in politics. It has nothing to do with the fact that we're willing to gamble on it. Zero. Absolutely zero. Right, Jacob? Look, me and Chris will gamble on the dumbest things. I swear to God. Like I can't hey, I can't hey, wait for hey, turtle hey, races. No, no. <laughs> that no, I'll just let it. turtle races. Okay, okay. Dude. Okay, okay, real quick pause. I'm gonna move with this. I'm gonna shout out something stupid we gambled on in a second. But uh did you ever watch the watch Discovery Channel and show like all the turtles hatching from the beaches and then like running to shore before the seagulls got them? You ever used to bet like with your family, like which turtle was gonna make it, which one was gonna get eaten? Uh no, Jacob. We didn't have Discovery Channel. Yeah, Jacob. We weren't so we weren't so privileged that we got to watch well, babysitters. I never had gave what you do, so shut the fuck up. Hey, you know who else wasn't as privileged? You know, you know who else was just as privileged as you? Is probably Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes is at home watching sea turtles with no spread to cover against the Packers. I think that if you have a soul, a penis, a vagina, anything that makes you human. You have to take the Packers on the road here 
with no points. This is a literal pick'em. Literally, it is a pick'em. There are no points either way. This the Chiefs are downhill. They beat the Giants, which is inflating the line because they came off of a win. But we right. all know goddamn well that felt like a loss. And the Packers of all people coming off of a game that they should have lost, grabbing should've. a win. Should've grabbing lost. a win. The Packers are going way high. The chat the pack uh the Chiefs are way low. Give me the Packers minus seven. You said sell points, is what you're saying. Sell points. Chris, I'm gonna say the one thing you and me have talked about before. Whenever you're gonna get positive odds for the Chiefs. Oh man. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm fading rush. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, it's a good point. It's a good point. It's not from crazy. a gambling perspective. <sighs> from a gambling perspective. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it, Jacob. But same thing. The rules are very similarly applied to the Packers, though. Very similarly applied Agreed. to the Packers. Agreed. So and I just pick both like shit. and just, just pick both and just see what you get out of it. Well, for this okay. game, I'm going with the Packers here. And quick sidetrack here: Doesn't Matt Sick, the relief pitcher for the Braves, <laughs> look like Matt Harrison, a former Texas Ranger pitcher? He physically does, but he also, even more importantly, probably looks like the MVP, dude. This dude, this th- this dude's throwing a hundred miles an hour. What the hell? In, in the most important innings of the series. And you know, you know what's crazy that he looks like Matt Harrison? I think Matt Harrison came from the Atlanta Braves farm system. He did. In the March Teixeira trade. That's crazy. He looks exactly like Matt Harrison. How about Jock Peterson making this diving catch with wearing, pearls on? Wearing stupid pearls. <laughs> Where you can't stop seeing it, right? You can't, why, you, why is he wearing you pearls? Can't, you can't stop seeing it, right? Why is he wearing pearls? He's wearing pearls, dude. Wearing fucking yeah, to shout out Jock Peterson for wearing pearls. That's some gay shit that I would do, low key. I'll I'll put myself on blast. Um, Jacob knows that I like to be a little flashy sometimes. Um, it's like he stole his wife's jewelry. It does, but low key, I can see how that's fire. No, it's not. I'm sorry. Oh, right. Jacob on the fuck pearls train. I agree. I could see how it's fire. And and I get it. Y'all are hating. But hey, speaking of hating, Vegas is hating on no other than the Arizona Cardinals. The guys, this might be this is out there, man. I can't believe what I'm looking at. The Cardinals on the road in San Francisco. Oh, no God. points either way. Shut up, really? Against the give 49ers. Me, give me the Cardinals, dude. Give me the Cardinals. You have to take the Cardinals. And, 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 and the funny thing is, this is all one of those day. games. This is one of those games, though. That will be close for absolutely zero reasons you understand. This is one of those nah, games where Vegas knows. Vegas clearly knows something we don't. They clearly know something that we don't. Do they really think Tovar is looking at Tovar's looking at the injury list? But dude, no, I'm telling you, 
They know something yeah. we don't. Mm. Anyway, Stadium Dome is something we, we don't. Uh, degenerate things that me and Chris have bet on is our friends' lives. <laughs> Multiple times. Shout out to Rio. Uh, I won that bet. <laughs> Man, I'm going Cardinals too then. I, I really want to take the Niners here in an upset. Uh, Cardinals. I feel like I'm taking Cardinals though. I'm being a square. It's fine. I'll be a square for today. I'm taking Fuck Cardinals. Niners. Niners are trash. Hey, but uh, last week I really gave you that good stat, huh? About the the Bears defense sucking ass, and you picked the Niners like I did, and we won that pick. Hell yeah, to mm. our See, I saw that. That was my way. Because once again, I think the Bears are overrated. True, true. Justin Fields is overrated. Those those wins were just like, really? But also, I, I also think the 49ers are trash. So yeah. I see Cardinals just doing what they need to do. Yeah, they suck. George Kittle is still out. I'm so surprised he's out that long. I have not heard his name in forever. I didn't know why. I thought he was just, you know, no quarterback that can throw him the ball. It's because he but, plays like a plays like a fucking bull in a china shop, dude. He hurts himself because he plays too hard. He just likes hitting people. That's Gronk. That's why Gronk is always injured too. True. They're the same way. So Jacob, okay, I think we're all pretty much remotely in the same direction, right? I mean, guys, this the Sunday night game is a little bit weird, right? We have teams that have different personnel now. The Titans are on the road in L.A. on Sunday night football with the Rams at home minus seven and a half. Seven in the hook. Did it open up like that? Uh, I would like to think, of course not, because of the Derrick Henry stuff. I believe it opened up at six and a half. But, Tovar, I'll let you go ahead and start it off here. Kick it off. I think the Rams win here, and they win here big. It's not going to be a blowout at SoFi Stadium and that billion-dollar stadium that – what's his name? Stan Kroenke? Something like that. The fucking, uh, fucking guy who takes advantage of people and takes advantage of the whole city of St. Louis and leverages the two cities against each other so he can get a, his whole fucking stadium. What a trash human being. Fuck Stan Kroenke. You ruined sports for St. Louis football. The St. Louis Cardinals are still – pretty good and they have a good history of winning championships but you screwed over st louis of of having a football team you suck uh you are probably one of the least popular owners in the history of football and you should sell the team you suck you don't deserve all the profits and winnings of having a stadium at uh inglewood california you suck i i think uh i think the lines would say there's worse uh owners also most cowboys fans would say they're worse owners so like I don't know why you're taking No, well, we wouldn't. No, no, we wouldn't. Not anymore. No, no, the Cowboys have one of the best owners in the history of football. In fact, he's a Hall of Famer, so fuck you. Yeah, Not fuck anymore. You but in this game, I feel like Ryan Tannehill is going to struggle throwing the ball. Uh, Jenna Ramsey is going to have a field day. And with – is Von Miller playing? He's playing. Man, that defensive front is fucking disgusting, dude. Aaron Donald and Von Miller – that right there, I, I don't even think here's how I'm gonna say this. It's gonna it's not gonna be bad because they can't it, that uh Tannehill can't throw the ball. It's gonna be bad because Tannehill's gonna get sacked so yeah. many fucking times. 
I agree. This is an easy pick here for me. No, Rams. Yeah, I am not. I, I more particularly agree about that sack thing because of how important the play action pass is to the Titans. You see, they seventy six percent of the offense. Real stat: seventy six percent of the offense runs through Derrick Henry. You know, you're talking about a third, three quarters of your offense being completely gone. I just don't see that being a chance against a Rams team regardless of Von Miller, knows that their front office is all in on them. And that means everything to a player. That would mean everything to me. If I'm a, if I'm even a wide receiver, I don't give a, I'm a cornerback, I don't give a fuck. I'm anyone on that team. I feel like you care about me, you're invested in me, and you're all in on this season. So I'm all in on this season. Rams in a route. Sounds good. I love it. I love that. And I agree. Rams all day. The last game on our schedule is the Monday Night Football game. Now, this game is not necessarily set to be a barn burner, but it is set to be something, I think, a little bit more exciting than not. We have the Bears that are on the road in Pittsburgh. The Steelers favored a six and a half on... Oh, I'm sorry, at home. Now, they just beat the Browns. Signature win. Six and a half with the Bears. Oh, man. I don't know. That's tough. I really have no idea. The Steelers could easily become a wagon overnight. They're, but they're not. This, I mean, it's that time burn. of the season where teams do. I don't know. What do you think? Listen, I, I want to say it this way. The uh, the Bears running back has been doing a pretty damn good job. They're back up because Montgomery's been out. Uh, I said, I just talked about how I feel the Bears are shit. I think the Steelers are frauds. Like, you were talking about this. Like, they've been on a roll lately, but I still think they're frauds. I agree. For that, re- for that reason, I want to take the Bears. I think Ben's way too washed up, and he's just been getting bailed out a lot lately, especially by their defense. Because that Steelers defense really solidified some things against the Browns. It really stopped and stuffed them in key situations. I, I got to take the Bears on the road. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is the bread and butter of that whole team. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is at the end of his rope. Um, he's pretty much like Drew Brees. He just can't throw the ball downfield anymore. Um, I just don't think the Steelers are that good as well. And the Bears, I mean, the Bears are kind of competitive sometimes. I mean, they're not complete trash most of the time. And six and a half, I, I agree with Jacob. I'm taking the Bears here at plus six and a half here on the road. And can we just talk about how boring these two teams are? Like the Steelers and the Bears, like such boring teams. It's probably because they're from the north. Or hey, something. What's, hey, hey, what's the over under? We gotta like if it's if it's forty five or less, I'm picking the under. It's about like forty one on thirty nine. Some stupid. I bet. Watch. I, I bet. It's I, gonna I, dumb. Oh no! You, you you can check on the actual game, the actual app. Okay. Uh, if you go to the uh, ESPN app, I'll say it'd be forty-three. That's what my guess is. Uh, it's forty. Damn it! Damn it! See, Vegas knows. Vegas knows. See, dude, Vegas fucking knows, man. They know. 
Stocking yeah, high if Chris game. thought it, Vegas thought it first. Hey guys, yeah, I, that, that's a that's a very true statement. I hate to break it to y'all. If Chris thought it, <laughs> Vegas thought it first. This is the way it is, man. But damn it, fuck, that's tough, dude. It's tough. It's a really, really tough spread. It's a very, very tough spread. Everything about my brain says take the 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 Bears, but. I'm going to fade myself and just say, hey, you know what, man? This team was capable of being good last year. Why not have a good game this year against a defense that's cl- that, that clearly we can't trust anymore? The Bears, de- we clearly cannot trust the Bears defense anymore. That's just out the window. So throw that way the fuck out along with everyone's comments about the Cowboys defense being bad. Put it in the same fucking place. Give them the Steelers at home. I, I they'll, agree. Cover. They'll, they'll cover, and it will be barely. Mm, I, uh, I mean, they they cover. Like I said, then they Bears are going to cover. I'm not sure barely is the point. I think they'll be more than fine to cover, but I like the Bears here in this situation. I just I don't know how to say way better than I've already said. I just got feeling at this one. Okay. So what? So what? Uh, I already picked the Bears. I picked the Bears to cover. All right. Can't hate it. Can't hate it. Everything about my brain is telling me to take the Bears. Oh man, I think I think this is it, dude. It's the top of the ninth, I think. Uh, we got some defensive replacements here on the World Series game. And Matt Sick, I think, is still on the mound. Matt Harrison 2.0. He's still throwing heat. Oh, man. Bottom of the eighth inning here. This shit's about to end. Oh, it's the bottom of the eighth. Bottom of the eighth. Never mind. I thought bottom I was. Yeah, we still have an hour of the game left to go. Jeez. But, hey, it's 7-0. We can go ahead and call it. I think, hey, Tovar here, he called it first. Braves shit. Braves and six. Shit. Braves and six, baby. Braves and six. He called her first. Shout out to our uh, our little bitches who are out there who are supposed to figure out that that's uh, what Tor called. Clip that shit, motherfuckers. <laughs> Clip that shit. Clip that shit. I love it. I love it. I love it. But, hey, we've already gone through all the NFL games. This is pretty much open forum to anything else. Um, I mean, you guys, anything got anything in the world of sports you want to, just want to talk about? Mm, nothing. Like I said, I just think politics right now, the futures for politics for 2022. That's hilarious. How many How many uh, states were there up for uh, voting? There were three, four. I think the most interesting thing is Virginia went all red. Clean sweep red in Virginia. How the fuck is that interesting? Well, because Virginia has been a pretty solid purple slash blue state in the last, uh, I want to say since the last. Yeah, but they're traditionally red. That's not weird. They just reverted back to what they normally do. They just. And, and and look, and this is why we gamble on states, <laughs> right? It's like, I mean, Virginia is traditionally red. They went back to what they normally do. I think they were just one of those Republican states that just genuinely didn't like Trump. Because that's, that's the difference between some of these red states and some of the other ones. Some of them genuinely didn't like Trump. 
And some of them were willing to embrace it regardless. Jacob? Jacob, you there? Can you not hear me? Can you guys not oh. hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Sorry, I was saying, it's the demographic shift that was going on in Virginia that since the Obama era, I think maybe 04, Virginia went blue as well. But there was a genuine shift where Virginia went from being like the swing state to being a semi-safe blue state where like it wasn't that important. Like you had to go there once, maybe twice a campaign season to solidify your your votes there. But it's not I know what you're saying, they used to be traditionally a a conserv I wouldn't say red, it'd be conservative state. The whole red blue thing once again right kind of fairly recently. But I just don't like I, said, I think that's why it's interesting, and the like, Dems have been trotting Virginia as this, oh yes, it's a southern state with blue ideology, like type of thing. Right. Well, like it's really a northern state with red ideology, and it just happened to be red for a minute. See, like I don't know, it's kind of weird for me. I, I if anything, the saving grace I thought might have been the opioid crisis, because like yeah, the opioid crisis is something that's hit Virginia very hard. Those coal miner towns in out there in Appalachian. I mean, yeah, and Trump has been very big about it. You know, the Republicans have been very big about it. So Kentucky, West Virginia, and Virginia have been the biggest hardest hit with the, with that crisis. But the other thing, I think Jersey's looking like it's going red. That's kind of that 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 that's a that, trip. That one's a trip. Um, I think uh, there was a special election in Ohio that went to the Dems. But what the interesting one I thought was not in an actual vote for office, but was in a referendum vote in Minneapolis. I don't know if you saw this one, Chris. Oh, my God. Did it go red? No, it wasn't red. It was the Minneapolis referendum vote. Once again, uh, just a little political stuff going on for the but You know, referendums is when people, the people vote on policy. Oh, okay. like you mean like they were doing in Texas? Yeah, like kind of most a lot of Texas, like we do a lot of constitutional okay. votes and things like that. In Minneapolis, there was a citywide municipal referendum vote on whether or not they wanted to get rid of the police department. Wow. Holy <laughs> shit. Because That's once crazy. again, Minneapolis, <laughs> Minneapolis, Minneapolis, if you guys don't know. What the me. fuck? Get rid of the police together? Yes, because of the whole. George oh Floyd. my God, damn! Because of George Floyd, Minneapolis. Dude, nobody would live in that motherfucker. Nobody would a, live in a state with. There no was a huge push, and I, I, I'm, I'm being, I'm, I'm making it a black and white statement. It wasn't to necessarily get rid of it, but to, in a sense, restructure and reform it. Okay, into a something. Yeah, I mean, new, new, yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it. What restructure and reform means local citizens you know being whistleblowers and you know basically having a bunch of those fucking like marijuana signs and shit on your street saying please report to right uh it was it was it was kind of like and i would say this the whole bill they wanted to do for minneapolis was a like the blm the whole defund the police like uh what would you call it 
it's like a starting point. It's uh, like it's a pet project or like the beginning, like the initial test dummy. Um, there's a word I'm looking for. It's blanking in my mind right now. But it was supposed to be that the pilot program. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Right. And I get it. Was to be the pilot program for the, like the BLMN to fund the police, but the voters overwhelmingly voted against that in Minneapolis. Yeah, it's not completely not the end of the world. Not anything I completely wouldn't expect. No, I, I find it not the end of the world, but I was very interesting that like uh, like it was like it was the heart of like where everyone centered George the whole George Floyd incident that happened that this this happened and that was pretty interesting. But this regardless regardless of this. It's that common, it's like what, like common sense prevailed. Eh, both common sense prevailed, but also the fact that there's a large, uh, fuck Joe Biden movement going on across the country. There's a huge response to like, yes, we hated Trump, but we weren't sold on Joe Biden, and people are really retaliating now against Joe Biden. Yeah, dude, and it's crazy. So. 2020 Sleepy Joe. Insane. Sleepy dude. Joe, dude. He fell asleep hey. during the climate. Hey, he fell asleep during the climate. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the, the national climate crazy. meeting. A, a which is supposedly the biggest, largest threat to American society. Which it is. It, it, look, he is. Global warming's real, guys. Said the engineer. I agree. I agree with Tovar. Says the conservative. Every scientist in the world with a brain <laughs> understands that global warming is real. It's it is factor. real. It is real. And for some I'm, reason, I'm, I'm just saying I don't care, Tovar. For some reason, when this topic when this topic comes <laughs> Tovar, up, Chris, people, Chris people, is the weirdest liberal when he says he, he Chris does not give two shits about the environment. I know he doesn't. No, I don't give a fuck. He doesn't. He, that's, it's, 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 hood, it's just hood liberalism. I swear to God. That, like, <laughs> oh, bitch. Okay, because okay, because giving fucking money to charities to evade tax evasion is fucking super conservative. Look, look. I, I'm old school conservative. I'm, I'm telling you. Oh, I give money to charity look, whenever it, no, can, no, whenever no, no, it no, profits no, me, Mr. That's conservative. That's not what I meant to say at all. What I'm saying is conservationism should be a big part of conservatism. It really should. It really should. Uh, ironically enough, concert like, like like environmental like professionalism like it should be more of a Republican and a Republican really standpoint. Should. It should. At, at core value, at core value, it should. But again, it's one of those examples where people take shit and they run it for their own personal narrative, and it's not even a be it's not even about your own core values. It's about politics. Exactly. Anyway. But like I said, as me, as I try to be as true to the name conservative as possible, I'm a big conservationist. I'm a big environmentalist for that, for that reason. Real shit. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Nice. That's badass. Hey, uh, for whoever's hearing this podcast later, please understand. Uh, don't let the people fool you, okay? Climate and weather are two different things, okay? Climate is a long-term effect, and weather is a short-term that's uh, only affecting your uh, general area. That is true. That is true. Very, very, very true. Don't, that, don't get what, don't don't get fooled out there by that with, those with lies that, being spewed being on said, the internet about climate and weather. With that being said, bring on the snowstorms. I want more Texas snowstorms. Please, please, no more snowstorms. No, fuck you, Tomar. Bring all the snowstorms to the floor. 
No, oh. no, God, no. You, you you really like that snowstorm in February? Hell, dude, I was enjoying it. I was out there 90% of the time. I was out there more often than I ever been in, like, fucking Texas summers. I, I was miserable, dude. It was oh, so dude. freaking me, cold. You me, couldn't go I, anywhere. You couldn't even drive anywhere. Everything I didn't was need closed. To. I walked. I was walking outside. I was having a good time. It felt good. Me and Otto, we were just walking in it. My my dog's eyes is half a uh, half German Shepherd, half Siberian Husky. Right. So he was enjoying the shit out of that. I was enjoying the shit out of that. We were just walking around. I was just letting him run around in the snow, and he was just having like, dude, it was his territory. And he was just having it. And I was just. Running around, walk with him, playing with him. It was great. I love snow. Once again, this is the New England boy and me coming out. I love the fucking winter. I love snow. Oh, man. I was miserable, dude. It was so freaking cold. Dude, you know what's also why it's the best? Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Oh, yeah, that's true. Plus, it's not like we could turn on the fucking heater on because then the fucking Texas companies would fucking shut it off and have us (laughs) fucking sleeping in. And negative ten degree weather. Thanks, Tovar, 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 Tovar. Let me put it this way: I know damn well, even if it was on, you would not turn the heater on. You would not want to pay that money. No, exactly. That That's the point. That's the whole point. I, I, if dude, we didn't have, we didn't lose our electricity. Thank God. But we were oh, scared yeah. to turn on the heater because we knew that the price, our our, our light bill was going to be in the 300 or 400 or 500 dollar range because the Texas power system is a fucking joke and there I we knew that they were just going to raise the fucking rates during this time and completely fuck everybody hold on, hold on Chris Chris here's my here's my boohoo moment for Tovar boohoo I'm Tovar I'm a fucking engineer. Oh hey but it's okay look at this we're in the middle of the whole worst <laughs> in the worst winter storm in, in Texas but it's okay for the downtown to have all their lights up Oh wow! Look at this. But who gives a fuck, right? For the rest of the surrounding uh, homes around downtown, right? Fuck them. Let's just Once keep again, beautiful downtown open. Fuck. I that. agree. I agree. That, that was off, a waste. Man. I was agreed. That was a waste. I I hundred percent agree with. Tom are they are they being charged exorbitant amounts hmm. of money from electricity from from the companies that they partner with and get tax cuts with? Preach. No, but no, because they 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 get paid from those companies. Also. Like I said, I'm I'm not I'm not uh on the side note, I'm not for getting rid like integrating Texas's power grid into the, the general United States power grid. Oh that fuck that. Fuck that. You need to we regulate need to, that shit, dude. Nah, dude, we need to stay independent. But at the same point, we need to fucking stop relying on gas and electric like pipelines. We need yeah, to dude. focus on I don't give a, a fuck if it sucks. I'd rather go without power for three days. They go without power because America couldn't hold their fucking weight against China. Hell yeah, exactly. Give me that nuclear energy, baby, all day. Let's go nuclear. <laughs> hey, nuclear energy is safe whenever it there's is. like competent scientists getting... and Ooh, competent workers so regulating Ooh. the fucking power plant and cooling the reactor core like it should be. I'm talking about you, Chernobyl. And Chernobyl, okay, also, Chernobyl was not the, uh, there's two different types of power plants. How much do you know about power plants, Tovar? Uh, I know I know a little bit. Do you know the two type of uh, power plants for nuclear power plants that they have? No, like, I what's don't. The difference? There's, there's a difference between, like, there's two nuclear meltdowns that have happened, really, in the world. Well, three, I take that back. There have been three. Fukushima. Republican, misconstruing Fu- the facts by 50%. Shut up. Fukushima. <laughs> Which was 2011, <laughs> Chernobyl, which was in the 1980s, 
and Three Mile Island, which was in the 1970s. I want to say the reason why Chernobyl was such a disaster versus Fukushima and Three Mile Island was because of the type of uh, nuclear power plants they were. And it, and it was in the structure and the design of it. Is it because Russia cheaped out? Yes, it pretty much was the design. It was the, they I do remember cheap. reading about this. I think they they cheaped out on the on the reactor core or something like that. Some it was yeah, and they, they, didn't they have had the a fail cases. safe. They had a fail yeah, safe, it, but the fail safe worked. I mean, failed because something fucked up, and the fail yeah, safe was, wasn't really a fail safe. Exactly, that was that was the whole thing. But like Three Mile Island, it like it exploded. It did explode on Three Mile Island in New York. But the difference was it had the outer casing to protect it from the initial explosion. It was this. It was this double. It was this double. I forget. I don't know the name of it. I remember learning this in my uh, disaster. Your buffalo class. class. Buffalo class. No, no, it was a. It was a. It was a. It was an engineering class that I take at TCU. That was on all uh, like why disasters happened and how what was in your ass. Talking about disasters and failures. Yeah, disasters <laughs> and failures. It was literally that class. Disasters and failures, dude. I think it was. Disasters and failures is the easiest class at TCU for anyone. It was so fun. This is I what Jacob is basing. Now, this is what Jacob is basing his knowledge after and comparing it to an engineering major from private school right now. Uh, we went to the same fucking private school, but anyway. Hey, yeah, and I, took, and I took the same class, and I know it was bullshit. Hey, props to Which Jacob, though. Bullshit. He knows a lot about nuclear reactors. I had no idea uh, about, what's it called? Ikoshima? Fukushima was 2011. I knew that. Cause, uh, I had no I idea whole... about Fukushima and that other one. I only knew about Chernobyl, because that's like the yeah. big one. Right. He's yeah. like, he's he's like, as, a, he's like as an engineering major, all I care about is things that actually kill people. <laughs> Was, what am I liable for? It's Tovar's mother. Oh, I'm not sorry. Kill white people. <laughs> Thanks, Russia, sure. for another great uh, uh, example of why uh, uh, being cheap on very important stuff really fucks up your world. Also, the other big, my other biggest famous uh, like energy problems Russia has is the uh, the gate to hell. Do you know that one, Tovar? What is that? Dude, they were they were mining for like gas or natural gas and in, in, in like Kazakhstan or somewhere, and they accidentally lit that sucker on fire. Oh, they oh found oh, and, and then Godzilla, right? No, and it's still burning today. Like there's oh, because of Godzilla, because of Godzilla, right? No, it's Cthulhu. You dumbass. Oh, oh, Cthulhu. Yes, idiot. Yeah, and that makes sense because Cthulhu is hard as fuck. He's what also from called? the middle of the. Huh? It's uh the like the gateway to hell or like say, I forgot what it's called. I have to look oh, it I'm up. I'm gonna check I'll it out it. then. That's yeah, it's really cool because it's a it's a natural gas like it's still burning because that's how much natural gas was there in this area, like so much resource like, lost. They're wasting that shit. They can't harvest it. They can't harvest it. It's on fire, dude. It's still uh, burning. They can't they can't siphon it out through a different they, way. They've tried. It's crazy. You can look into it. It's really cool. Oh my like God. human disasters that like holy shit that's actually pretty cool now but hey but, like, but, hey, but hey let's let's devote our knowledge and and resources to <laughs> nuclear bombs right hey Hell that yeah, is the right idea because there's no better way to be the last person on earth to die from climate change and or toxic 
radiation, radiation, than to kill everyone else first. And that is honestly the brilliance of mankind, Tobar. I'm glad you hit the nail around the head. Mankind are fucking idiots, dude. They 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 make useless useless wars over ideological ideas that in the end of the, at the end of the day doesn't make sense. They only last like two generations. They last they last for like years <laughs> and then everybody forgets about it and they're like, oh look we fought this war. <laughs> everybody forgets about it. Like, oh look we fought this war. Oh who cares? Let's just get on TikTok. Let's just get on the social media. Let's just forget about it. Who cares? Fuck history, right? And then we make up all these fucking uh uh bunch of weapons to destroy each other. Why can't we just devote these resources to helping each other? Helping the motherfuckers in Africa dying from hunger and all that, from underdeveloped infrastructure, because most of Africa's like underdeveloped as fuck, rural as fuck. Agreed, agreed. But that's also because the fucking fuckers who drew the lines in Africa didn't give a fuck about like. That's true. Bro, we have a, dude, thanks colonialism, bro. We have a hard <laughs> time getting like half of all the white people in America, aka the Republicans. To pay, for, to pay for like Israel funding, let alone funding for a country that's black, <laughs> dude. I mean, come on, that's that's hard. Hey, Jacob, did um, to my limited limited knowledge about imperialism or whatever, did Britain, <laughs> did, did the British, the French, and all the European countries fuck up Africa like that? Dude, yeah, honestly, it I mean, it goes back to the Spanish and the Portuguese, really. In the first like colonial trade when they used Africa as like ports to launch off. Like the scramble for Africa only happened because technology finally advanced. Is like why did why did Africa never really succumb first? Is because like Africans West Africans and like they had the same fucking weapons Europeans had. So like the Europeans weren't that technologically advanced compared to the Africans were like, oh yeah, we can't beat them versus oh let's go over here to like fucking like North America, South America, where these fuckers don't even have the wheel or horses or steel or gunpowder and just fuck them up with our diseases. Meanwhile, when you try to go to Africa, you get fucked up by the disease. Like, like yeah. Africa, the reason why Africa gets colonized after, like, the New World is because Africa was already big in the trade. And because they were close in trade, they had the same technology, information, all that stuff. It's... It's the West African slave trade that ruins Africa and allows for colonization, and the just the initial like Europeans in the industrial era really like advances them further, where their technology outshines and outclasses you know the Western Af the well the African tribes of the Sub-Sahara. So damn, yeah, good shit. Hey, everybody out there, if you're listening, if you stayed this fucking, far, if you stayed this far, education, bitch. Education in your fucking face, bitch. Smart motherfuckers teaching you how the world works. Now, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Tobar and I are going to watch the end of the World Series here and watch the Braves celebrate. But everybody, be a friend, tell a friend. Go follow, I mean, go follow us on Instagram at hammertime underscore podcast or myself at real sun on Instagram or Twitter. And if you want to file a complaint like Chris was talking about, follow at Rio Sun at Twitter. If yeah, please her. absolutely do. And guys, Tovar, he is single. He's sexy. Go hit him up on Instagram or Twitter. And, and, I, uh, and I called it, by the way. I called for two Braves. I called it. Clip that shit. Okay. I mean, hey, Tovar, how do you feel about the Tomahawk Chalk? 
Uh, is oh, it racist? No, 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 no. Oh, never mind. Sorry, I'm watching the game. Um. Oh, I thought you were jerking off again. My bad. <laughs> That's for later tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, um, check the wow. Check the wow, wow, indeed, guys. <laughs> Thank you for fucking being there. Thank you, everybody, for fucking following us the whole season. I can't wait to talk about the rest of it, and playoffs will be incredible. Everybody out there, if you're a day Who's one Braves fan like if you're a day one Braves fan like me, Fake. shout Fake. out. If you shout Fake. out, and I love you. Uh, other than that, we got ourselves a great week coming up. Let's get this bread, and we'll see you in the motherfucking winning circle.